you're listening to that Sober Guy podcast on Recovery Radio. Living one day at a time for a sober, healthy, happy life. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguy.com. And now, let's start the show. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by That Sober Guy Meetings. Go to thatsoberguy.com, click on the live meetings tab, register for the next Sunday morning online recovery meeting. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Hope you're staying clean, sober, off the sauce. Keep it real. I just had a great conversation with author of The Bitter Taste of Dying, Jason Smith, episode 52. I just put that out. Right before I started this episode, so uh, definitely go into that and 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 have a look at it. It's it was really a good conversation. We talked a bit about the book, about what living life uh, clean and sober is today for Jason. Dude has a gnarly story. Uh, if you if you get a chance to check out the book, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, when I was reading it, there were times that that you laugh. And there are times that you say, holy shit, like that cannot even, that can't possibly be real. Uh, so it's definitely some some ups and downs in a life of uh, drug addiction and how to get out of that and, and also why. some It does give some background on why uh, some of us out there turn to alcohol and drugs to uh, to really mask some of the things in our lives that have happened to us or some of the things that we're trying to deal with. So just a quick recap uh, for those who may be tuning in and this is the first time, if you go back just a couple of episodes, I believe on episode 50 is where we started this. Uh, We're doing 14 days to building self-esteem and I do one day uh, uh, per week because one podcast per week um, on the normal schedule at least. Occasionally, I'll put out some some extra ones during the week, but we do we're doing the Friday one now. So here's day three. It is time to be kind to myself and to give my needs top priority. I am beginning to understand that my well-being is my responsibility. Even though I may have to make amends to my family and friends for past wrongs that I've done to them, it is important for me to remember that these inquiries done to others were due to my lack of respect for myself. Now is the time to increase that self-respect so that I can love others. So today's meditation. Grant me the wisdom to see that the most important person in my life right now is me. Grant understanding to my family and friends that this is a time that I must learn to love myself. After all, they will benefit from this love too. I had a hard time with that and maybe some of you out there heard heard the same thing or thought the same thing when I read that it says grant me the wisdom to see that the most important person in my life right now is me that's a very selfish statement when you when you kind of look at the face of it uh, everything's about me that's kind of what this disease of alcoholism and addiction is about in the first place is that's why you know us addicts and alcoholics do these certain things because everything is about us we're so caught up we're so wrapped up in the selfishness of it um, that really everything is about us. And so it kind of took me a minute to understand this when I first got help and I first got sober um, was in order to do that, you do have to make it about you, but it's in a different aspect versus making it about getting that 
you know, that next drink to deal with this situation because I don't know how to deal with it. So now it's just, let's make it about me, uh, definitely in the beginning so I can start getting the help that I need and start healing and start learning the tools, how to deal with things in life instead of turning to drugs or alcohol. So if we look at that from the face of it, yes, it is a bit selfish, but it's going to, that's what it's going to take to get to the, to get to the point where, uh, your family, your friends, the people around you are really benefiting and, and learning the person that you really are. First, you need to learn yourself who you are. And that's going to take a little bit of time and it's going to take a little bit of selfishness. Unfortunately, um, it has to be done, but I can assure you once you get over that little, that little peak, you know, you get, you get through some of those valleys and you get up to that peak and you, and you finally, that light bulb goes off and you say, gosh, I, you know, I kind of get it now, you know, and, and, and if you work it, um, you know, it'll happen for you. If you worked your, your recovery program, all of a sudden it just, it makes sense to you. Okay. And, and that's really when the giving starts getting back and the understanding and the communication and being able to, uh, to understand your family and friends now, because you understand yourself. You understand the mistakes that you made. You understand the things that you did and, and kind of at least you have an idea of why you did them. Uh, so let's jump into today's exercise. List five needs I have in my life right now in concrete ways which I can fulfill these needs. I'm going to read that one more time. List five needs I have in my life right now and concrete ways in which I can fulfill these needs. I'm trying to think of... Uh, Think of some needs or a need. Um, I'm going to come back to it because I can't think of one right now. So let's go to today. I will remember. The better I take care of my needs, the more able and willing I am to contribute to the needs of others. The better I take care of my needs, the more able and willing I am to contribute to the needs of others. That kind of goes back to that. You know, the most important person in my life right now is me. I have to take care of myself first. And I'll give you a good example of this. If I'm not taking care of myself and doing the things that that satisfy um, myself in recovery, you know, whether it's healthy, healthy eating, healthy exercise, a good attitude, keeping connected with my higher power, those type of things, how can I be the best dad, uh, the best husband, the best... Um, the best person, the best man. I can't do that if I'm not taking care of myself. So there has to be a little bit of selfishness involved in taking care of yourself, but it's not a bad selfishness. It's a good selfishness and it has to be balanced. Of course, you know, we're not just jumping in and and everything in the world revolves around us. That's what gets, you know, that's what got me in trouble in the first place is, and, and coming to understand that the fact that, Yes, I have to take care of myself. It does take time. Um, it takes effort. At the same time, that really does enable me to give back, you know, to understand myself and, and to be at, at the top of my game as much as possible. Um, so, so that's really what's going to benefit my family, uh, myself, my extended family, my friends, uh, the work that I do. Uh, back to listing five needs I have right now and concrete ways in which I can fulfill these needs. You know, I, I would say that one of the needs that I that I need right now is I need to stay connected more to God. I need to stay more in light 
um, with the fact of why I'm truly here because there's a lot going on right now and, and it's, it's, there's good things going on right now in our lives, in my family's life. You know, there's some changes being made. Um, there's some opportunities that are, that are starting to come up and it's really, it's really an exciting thing. And it's also a really busy time right now. And, and then there's some things offhand that we're dealing with that we're trying to figure out too. So we kind of have the best of both right now. And I know in my heart and in my mind that we're, we're going to come out on top and we're going to get through these things The you know, the, the difficult challenges as well as the exciting ones. Um, but I think in all the busyness of it and in all of the, the things just going on and trying to, trying to balance everything, I kind of forget to stay connected to, to God. And I kind of forget to do my, my daily rituals, my daily prayers and, and say a prayer at dinner and really connect with my higher power, um, which really is the answer to, to any issue that, that I may have, you know, I can turn to that higher power to my God and I can talk to him and I can say, look, this is what, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm just asking for your support, you know, and those type of things and, and be grateful and, uh, be, be very grateful. That's such a, such a powerful word. We, we need to really remember to be grateful for the things that we do have our health. That should be number one. Talk to somebody who, uh, who doesn't have their health. And, uh, I can guarantee you that's going to put this small, um, you know, this small situation that you may be dealing with in a, in a really lighter perspective, uh, nine times out of 10. Um, so we need to be really grateful that we, that we're healthy, uh, that we're happy. We have people around us that love us. Maybe there's some of us out there who, who don't have this, you know, I, I have to remember to take this into account too. And if, if you're out there and you're feeling like you don't have someone who loves you, you know, or you don't have anybody to support you, get to, get to a meeting, you know, find a group, find a support group in your community. I can, I can promise you if you go to, you know, an AA meeting or an NA meeting and you're, and you're really genuinely there because you need help and you're looking for some support, some of the best people I've met have came out of those rooms and some of the most genuine people. And, and we all struggle with the same, the same issues. Not only is it alcohol, addiction, depression, anxiety, it's, it's not having the correct tools to communicate and deal with life. And that's what those rooms will teach you from other alcoholics and other addicts and other people who've been through it. So if you're out there and, you, and you're looking for something and you need some help, go, go online right now or go down to you know your library if you don't have an online. I don't imagine you would not have an online, right? Because how the fuck would you listen to this? But... Um, I, I don't know. They're out there. They're in your communities. Look for them, find them, um, and, and check them out. I want to jump into what to do when you have an urge to get high. How many of us out there have had this urge? I'm, I'm willing to bet almost everybody, if not everybody at some point or another, you get an urge. Sometimes they're greater than others. Sometimes they're real mild. Sometimes something triggers it and it's real heavy. Um, I still get these on the daily. I think I saw a commercial last night. It was, it was for, a, um, uh, an Aussie restaurant, I'll just say. And they had some shrimp on there. They were cooking them up and seasoning them, seasoning them. And, uh, and you know, they had some steak on there. And then right afterwards, there was this ice cold beer. And I was like, fuck, that looks good. That looks really good. And it was a quick little urge of like, damn, that looks good. You know, fortunately for me, I know that 
that one beer, um, that one beer wouldn't stop at one beer. And, uh, I'm, I'm way too, way too scared and way too hesitant to, uh, to ever try it or to think that, to think that maybe I could just control it, but it's not to say the thought doesn't pop up, you know, sometimes. And so, so that's kind of what, what we're going to talk about here, what to do when that urge comes in, uh, why it comes there and, uh, what you can do about it. So remember deactivating your cravings comes from experiencing alcohol or drug urges, but just not giving into them. Uh, each time brings you closer to ending them. So as time goes on, you know, they, they will, they will tend to die out a bit. Um, but you know, up until just like I was saying the commercial thing yesterday, they're, they're still there. They're still going to happen and I'm going to expect them to happen and I'm going to address them and, and I'm going to be open about them when they do. I'm not going to stuff them down and act like they don't exist and that's something bad because I'm having, you know, this urge. It's, it's natural, it's normal, and it's going to happen. Um, so one of the things uh, that, we can, that we can think about is, is thinking about the consequences of using uh, drugs. Drugs are going to have several negative effects. They're going to prolong the disease. Uh, they're going to make the urges stronger and harder to handle next time. Uh, they're going to cause great guilt and great shame. Uh, that's one of the worst ones for me. I think that's one thing that really helps me to just say, you know, damn hell no. Because I remember that the, that deep guilt and shame about, you know, over and over saying I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to drink today. I'm not going to do dope today, whatever. And then and then be doing it. And it's just, it's just a cycle and it's, it's not a good feeling. Um. It costs a lot of money, it costs a lot of money to get drunk and to do drugs. I mean, and where, where do we get that money? Then it starts coming out of our bill money or our kids money, you know, or, uh, or our savings, you know, the, and if we don't have a savings, if we don't have all that, if we're just, we're just scraping now we're collecting cans cause we got to get hammered, you know, I mean, I, I've been there and it's not, that's not fun. Um, it, it also increases your contacts with other users. So then you're going to start hanging around, you know, those people that, uh, that are kind of in that circle and that's definitely going to lead to probably some worse decisions and some worse situations to put yourself in. Then you're going to lose the trust and respect, um, from your family and your loved ones, your friends, you know, they're going to see like, damn, what is he doing? He, you know, he or she, they, they were on a good track. They were doing well and now they're fucking up again. It's this endless cycle, these ups and downs and people fucking get tired of it because they don't. You know, they can't trust that, that what you're saying and what you're doing is even valid. Is it even true? Um, and, and so eventually people will write you off because trust me, we all got enough of our own shit to worry about, um, you know, versus someone else's. Yeah, we love you. You know, we love this person, but, uh, I, you know, you can only take so much shit from that. Um, and then you take the risk of, of of a possible overdose, a death, a pine box, six feet under a dirt nap. How many of us have friends or family out there that have died from an overdose or know somebody? I'm sure many of us. And do you think that that day, uh, most of them thought that that, that was going to be the case that day they woke up and put a needle in their arm or, um, you know, had a heart attack Probably not. Probably not. And and I'm sure if they did, they may have thought twice about it. So you never know. You never know. You could be hitting something and, and all of a sudden, boom, you're dead. 
And and not only that, how about how about how many people have have been seriously injured or uh, died from alcohol related from alcohol related uh, car accidents or something alcohol related where you have an accident? You know, the main one I guess would be a car accident. Um, you know, think about the the person who drives drunk and hits somebody and, and kills you know a couple people, but they don't die themselves. Just one dumb decision. You know, so those are the types of things that we can remind ourselves to kind of stay conscious of when you have those urges. Um, another thing is consider what's causing the urge. Are you in dangerous situations, um, such as a cash in hand situation, ha- uh, hanging out with friends that are using in old drug settings, telling stories, feeling lonely, bored, you know, sitting around feeling sorry for yourself? Those are the type of things we need to recognize too. We need to get up off our ass and do the things in our recovery program that that make it, uh, you know, that can com- uh, combat that, that can fight back against these feelings. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done. Okay, so I'm not at all saying that that this is just, oh, yeah, you need to jump up. And I know it kind of sounds like that. That's kind of the feeling I got real quick from it. But at the same time, all we can do is talk about this kind of stuff and try to keep it conscious in our minds because you know, and I'm talking about in the front part of your brain the conscious part. So when, you know, maybe you start feeling like this, all of a sudden, boom, you remember that thought pops in your head. No way I can do this to, to fight this. Here's what I need to do. I need to get the hell out of here. This situation's not a good situation. I need to leave or I need to go on a run. I need to go on a walk. I need to get out and get some air and really think about this because this is just an urge and it's going to pass. Get help. I mean, that's a bit, that's, that's pretty obvious, right? Get help. Contact someone who's clean, who's strong, who's dependable. Call your sponsor. And if you don't have one, get one. Call a friend, you know, call somebody who you know that will support you. And if you don't have anybody to call, number one, get somebody. But number two, like I was saying earlier, get to some meetings, get to a support group and find somebody. There's, there's hundreds, thousands of people out there that are willing to help. That's what they're there for because somebody helped them. And they're, the way they look at it is, I'm here to give back from that person that helped me. It's just like a domino effect. And be honest with them and yourself too, you know, and follow their directions. Listen to them, especially if they're, you know, a, a veteran of this. You know, if they've got a lot of years clean, they know what the fuck they're talking about. They've been through it. So respect that and listen. Open your ears up. Open your mind up and uh, listen to what they're saying. And then let's, let's end with this, the serenity prayer. It really is a great place to start. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Say that over and over and over if you get in a spot that, uh, that you're just really feeling weak. And it will help. Reach out. Email me, sobriety at that sober com. If you have any questions, you just want to say what's up, you want to say you like the show, or you need a little advice, you have a question about something, if I can, if I can help, I would, I would gladly do that. Uh, go to thatsoberguy.com, check out the live meetings, uh, check out the book, The Bitter Taste of Dying, once again by Jason Smith. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't plug it if I, didn't, if I didn't like it, and I didn't think it was real. Some of the realest shit that I've read uh, in a long time, and I think that you did Thanks for listening. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean. This has been another episode of That Sober Guy Podcast on Recovery Radio with Shane Raymond. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguy.com or you can 
keto shake, uh, sobriety on thatsoberguy.com. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy a sober, healthy, happy life.